0: Hey, everybody, it's Joe Trippy, and welcome back to That Trippy Show. Today, we're, we're talking about a lot of crazy, crazy things. Out there in Arizona, we got the Cyber Ninja Bamboo Chicken Dusters conducting an audit in the main tent. We got, like, uh, you know, McCloskey, the guy uh, who in Missouri was, st- yeah, standing out there. Uh, the gun with guy. His, with his long uh, gun. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Standing out there with his gun and, and his wife too, uh, pointing them at the at peaceful protesters walking by. He's now he's now um, like a primo Trump candidate in, in Missouri for the U.S. Senate. We got the entire you know you know the House Republicans so many of them who voted to overturn the election on the same day as the insurrection on January 6th, and now voting in even more overwhelming levels to not look into the insurrection with a a January 6th commission. Uh, The entire, I got a guy out there with some kind of machinery buzzing by the house. And today, just to to set this all in context, probably the, the most engaging And serious politician that we're going to talk about on the show uh, today might be Matthew McConaughey, the the actor who's talking about running for governor of Texas against Abbott. uh, And we don't even know what party he's in. Could be a Democrat, could be an independent, could be a Republican. And I've gone so far off the deep end, Mr. Let's All Get Along. I've gone so far off the deep end. I don't care what party he's in. I want him to get in that race and take uh, and take Abbott on. And, and I've been saying, hey, no more celebrity, celebrity politicians <laughs> and here. I want to help one. So that's the that's where we're going to start. Uh, you pick your choice out of all that, Alex. Where do we go? All right. All right. All right. Whew. First of all, it's not all right. It's not all right. The crazy clown car. That is, you know, where the, the leaders in the GOP are taking it, it just keeps getting crazier and you got the the two clowns gates and and marjorie taylor green going out to arizona um it, you know to pull more attention to that that big chip <laughs> that big tent of bamboo chicken dusters out there i i don't know it is yeah. nuts
1: well we are we we could almost stop the show right now we got our bumper i'm naming this show cyber ninja chicken duster bamboo And I think
0: no, no, no. It's it's
1: cyber ninja bamboo chicken dusters. If anybody actually understands what that means, I think they all need to get their heads checked. We'll we'll do our best today. Uh, Joe, I think we should probably just start with probably the biggest story. Obviously, the January sixth commission. Uh, McConnell came out saying he wouldn't support the commission. Uh, McCarthy said he wouldn't support the Commission
0: yeah I mean it's dead in the Senate I mean let's I, you know I mean look I I don't think we're gonna get there's, you know no way with uh, McConnell doing that we're gonna get to to 10 uh, GOP senators I mean hey I'd love to be surprised by some leadership uh, on behalf of country over party uh, still existing and maybe there are three or four but I, I don't think we're gonna get get that so I think the more important thing about the vote I mean because now we you know people already know what happened in the house but the more is it is it it just seems to me the GOP is getting more anti-democratic uh, anti-democracy with each one of these votes yeah we went from you know uh, 10 who voted to impeach Trump to 35 who voted for this uh, Republicans who who voted for the commission, but the, the fact of the matter is there were 139 uh, Republicans who voted on January 6th, the same day as the insurrection, to, to not certify the election results. But on this vote, they had 175 Republicans vote to not, vote against a bipartisan bill to get to the bottom of what happened in the most vicious attack in our democracy. On, the, since, on them. I mean, you know, in in over a hundred, in a century. On them sure. too, just to be clear, Yeah. on the Capitol. On them, yeah. Well, you have Pence's brother. <laughs> I mean, Mike Pence, the vice president's brother, votes against the commission and why people were chanting, hang Mike Pence. On January sixth, and putting a gallows up in front of the Capitol. The interesting thing was you had the 131 of the original 139 members who you know voted to overturn the you know the not certify and then voted for this, but that means that 44 new Republicans joined them in the House alone so far to to, to, to work this this commission, and that you know that gets to both I think the fear of Trump. Uh, that McCarthy is and McConnell definitely uh, you know changed their minds they were both on January you know, the the day of and the day after and the week after talking truth and and now they're you know covering up with the big lie but i think that the real thing here is the fear uh these republicans have being primaried in 2022 or trump putting up candidates against them in other words they're putting their personal longevity ahead of the, the, the you know, democracy itself. The vast majority of them, I think, are really, we're seeing what I fear is a growing anti-democratic, anti-democracy. We can't win unless we take power and seize it, um, a majority, and change the rules, like they're already doing where they can in states uh, for voter suppression. Yeah.
1: Right. And we'll get, we'll get to that in a minute. So Joe, what the hell do we do?
0: Well, look, I think there's a difference between the liars, um, who lead people to believe them. You know, uh, uh, uh we have to, we have to treat them and stop them from gaining a majority because look, I keep saying this, this 140s, this growing anti-democratic majority, of Republicans already at 139. They only need five, 10 more seats. They can be mm-hmm. moderates that get elected in these swing seats. Um, they're going to control. It'll be the anti-democratic, anti-democracy um, wing in the House, caucus in the House that'll win, uh, be the majority. Uh, McCarthy's not going to be the speaker. It's much likelier to be a very hardliner. Um, not the mealy mouth weakness that McCarthy puts off. So I, I just think, look, treat them as enemies because they are, they're enemies of democracy. We have to, we're the defenders, protectors of democracy and we, we've we got to to fight them at every turn. On the, At the same time, I still believe that we have to start talking to our neighbors and friends, people you stopped talking to two years or three years or four years ago, even relatives, not in an accusatory way, but they're being led and misled towards an autocracy, uh, towards a party that wants to end democracy as we know it. And that's becoming clearer and clearer every day.
1: Well, and you look at it's not just the the, the vote. In, in Congress, right? You look at everything that's going on in the, in the states. I do want to touch on the chicken duster bamboo thing that's going on in Arizona because it is just wild.
0: Well, look, that's what I was saying. You can't you can't extend an olive branch to insurrectionists, right? They, they want to overthrow the country. Uh, it's yeah, that's treason. So the people that that did urge violence, urge an attack on the Capitol, and the people who actually then breached the Capitol and were violent need to be gone after at every turn legally and removed uh, from office, whether it's removed when, they're, when the facts come out uh, in, in some kind of commission or at the ballot box. Um, that's why, you know, we started Operation 147, which was to go after and is still going after and making sure that we never forget what these what these clowns did. And they're not clowns, actually. I mean, I know we keep calling them that, but this is evil stuff in terms of what they're doing to undermine the democracy. And I think it's working, unfortunately. We'll get into that a little later, too. But, you know, that you're right. It's not just in Arizona, where they literally are doing, like, I don't know, the, there have been two or three, four independent audits. Every Republican, uh, I mean, you know, again, the counties that we're talking about, uh, the election officials for the most part are Republican uh, in, in, in these key places. All confirmed, Joe Biden won Arizona, Joe Biden won Maricopa County, but Maricopa County, like, we, they've got, uh, this insane audit going. And I you know, we don't need to get into it, but they've been fine basically everything from finding traces of bamboo on the on the ballots, which could indicate they were ballots sent from China that somehow got into the ballot boxes and and that's how Trump uh we stole the election okay so that's uh, the bamboo. Trump. Yeah. Then you have um another one where uh, I'm not sure how this one goes, but that we were feeding ballots to chickens that then were, we incinerated the chickens. And this has something to do with a Maricopa supervisor, I think, who owns a, a, a chicken farm or something, and it burned down a few days ago. And so that, that started this whole that uh, all
1: this is because yes. it, and i think it, it's because like one of the people in the election commission a republican couldn't figure out how to like load a hard drive like that's right, the right. actual well, that thing was, that happened yeah
0: yeah that was the other thing that happened the the, the you know the accusation that the uh, election officials had deleted the entire database of Maricopa County you know secretly and then of course uh Trump immediately uh put out a you know a, a statement talking about this horrible uh, deletion of the data, all the data, um, and then and then it turned out that the the even the auditors themselves had to admit, <laughs> right, that they just they just didn't look in the right place and it was there all along, and you know no harm no foul. Um, this is insane. the problem here is it's it's not just in Arizona. The audits, these audits are spreading now. Trumpists are pushing for them in places like Michigan. New Hampshire, even in California, you have people pushing for conducting their own audits. Again, this isn't like some official you, you know audit from the state of Arizona or the justice department or you know the election commission or the you know the FEC, none of that. No, this is uh the Republican Senate passing a a you know basically Uh, issuing a subpoena to uh, get the ballots and then turning them over to literally a group that calls themselves cyber ninjas to conduct the audit, uh, this company uh, of folks. It's it's insane and unfortunately um, it keeps, it is now spreading to other states uh, where, you know, let's see if these Republican legislatures uh, by the way, the same Republican legislatures that will redraw the congressional lines that are going to hurt Democrats in 2022, those same Republican legislatures um, like this one in Arizona, uh, does it spread that they start conducting these uh, um, audits of the vote and declare, you know, that Trump actually won or that somehow chickens were fed the ballots and then us evil Democrats um incinerated the poor the poor chickens uh so
1: joe we we need to move on on this yeah but well the, i think the point here is this is not some isolated crazy
0: anymore this is the republican party today yeah yeah i mean you you know again look at uh you know mark mccloskey uh that who's emerging um uh, as a you know as you know a, they're they're gonna be several Trump wannabes uh, running in Missouri, but this guy has just leapt into the race all because of him being the guy, he's a a Trump celebrity. Um, I think he announced his candidacy on on Fox News, I think on Tucker Carlson, and and he's repeatedly been in the the media as as a Trump celebrity. Uh, and what's he known for? He's the lawyer who ran out in front of his house with a, you know, with a pretty aggressive looking rifle. Yeah. <laughs> or, and his wife we know just whether...
1: pointing the pistol. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. She's pointing a little pistol. But he, he's, you know, he's got the thing slung out there and, and yelling at the the uh, protesters uh, that were... Walking by. uh, Yeah, they were chanting and stuff, but they weren't throwing anything or I mean, there's no, you know, they weren't the, uh, you know, violent insurrectionists by any means uh, and becomes a hero uh, within Trump circles. And and now it turns out Trump says he's talked to him a few times uh, in recent weeks uh, and months since the election. It's going to be interesting to see who Trump goes with there. Uh, because this this guy may not be the most the most crazy person in the race. There there are others, and by the way, they they could win the seat. And so you know it, it's you've got you, you've got the former governor there. I mean, there's t- tons of you know it's going to be interesting because I think there are three or four people that that all think they're going to get Trump's endorsement. Uh, I don't I don't know who it'll be. It, it could be McCloskey though. But this just shows you how crazy this has gotten. Joe, I mean, there's data to back all this
1: stuff up, too. I mean, this newest poll from Morning Consult basically shows, and this is no surprise given everything we just covered, that Donald Trump is still very much atop all the potential 2024 presidential contenders on the Republican side. He's getting 48% of the vote and no one is anywhere close to him. What do you make of this?
0: Well, I think it just shows how weak he is and how weak the Republican Party is. I mean, look at this. There, there. All this craziness is to satisfy the ego of one guy, Donald Trump. That's it. The fear of him, the fear of him primary, you, the fear of you know anything you know uh, of uh, of you needing him to get out your vote. Those kinds of things is what's driving you know McConnell and McCarthy. I mean, they need McCarthy needs his caucus, and his caucus is made up of Trumpists who voted to overthrow the election on January 6th. Ergo, you know, it's all being driven by, by Trump. But here's the point. So Trump, the hero of this movement, the leader of it, is sitting in a race right now, I mean, when you look at this poll, he gets 48% of the party. That means 52% of voters in the Republican Party self-identifying themselves as Republicans. 52, a majority of them don't vote for Trump. Yes, you're right. 13% are voting for Pence, 8% for DeSantos. 7% are voting for Trump Jr. over Trump, right? Romney, Haley, Cruz, Scott, Rubio, Pompeo, Cheney even they're all getting votes. People are, are are splitting off from Trump and voting for other candidates, but he's, and he's this week, and instead of telling the truth, diminishing him further, taking his grip away, um, and having a potential to be a functional party, you're doing all this crazy circus stuff and all these gymnastics for a guy who can't who 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 can't get it right now is a former president of the United States in your party who can't get over you know, with 52% voting for someone else. But that so that now that just shows you how weak the leadership uh, in these elected officials on the Republican side are that they're that weak, that this weak leader with these weak numbers, can still run roughshod over them and they still fear him. That is crazy. And they are now, I think and part of this, by the way, the one thing that's not crazy about it, um, is if you believe you need though you need the 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 energy of trump to have any chance I mean that the party's gone so far off the rails that the only chance you have is to is to have more uh you know more intensity um and so you keep you're gonna you're gonna keep playing pounding the drum to do that and that's where there is some da- real danger uh out there I saw a, a poll uh from I think Stan Greenberg was uh, talking about this, um, that it's Trump voters that are are definitely the most engaged uh, voters out there. Um, uh, you know, they did a scale zero to 10 on the highest level of interest in the upcoming election. And, and yes, Republicans have, since Trump's defeat, have fallen from 84% to 68% saying 10. In other words, the number who say, to score 10, you know the highest interest in the is gone from eighty four to sixty eight That's how intense people were about the election, right? and And going forward at sixty eight. But here's the scary part among Democrats, engagement has fallen from eighty five percent scoring ten to fifty seven percent. I mean, a massive, yeah, that's a yikes, you know, almost sigh of relief. Trump's gone well, we don't have to worry about this. Biden's president. We got the two Georgia seats. And yeah, the Republicans dropped off a little, but not so much. So what I think part of what's happening here is as weak as Trump is, his voters are still much more engaged than we are. And that means, so if you're one of these Republicans holding on for dear life, you can vote for democracy and diminish Trump or you vote with Trump, keep his voters intensified, and basically hope Democrats uh, keep you know breathing a sigh of relief, fall asleep. Uh, which is why this whole show has become, I think, pounding every week for hey, folks, wake up, tell your friends, uh, get them to listen to this podcast, uh, but get them engaged. if not this podcast, something else. There's plenty of good folks out there. Talking about what we need to do, but we need to be engaged. We need to be registering voters. We need to have people like Mark Elias out there uh, on the front lines of fighting for voting rights in court. Uh, we need every, all hands on deck because I, you, you do, as weak as Trump is, as bold faced, lacking, and cowardice of, of so many elected officials uh, in the House and, and Senate on the Republican side when it comes to protecting our democracy with all that, with their ability in these state legislatures to do these crazy uh, audits, uh, to keep challenging and, uh, and pushing the, the, the big lie uh, that Biden didn't win, to be able to draw the line, redraw lines that uh, make these uh, more Republican uh, safe seats in 2022. All that, including now, if you look at this, uh, at the intensity, uh, that we're seeing the differential and drop off bells to like wake up Democrats. Yes, it's a crazy clown car. But I mean, that's part of it. Like you said, that's why I'm getting so agitated this week. It's it's part of it is it's so crazy. It's so clownish that it can't possibly be real or or defeat us. Well, you know, last time I thought like that, I, or there were a whole bunch of Democrats thinking like that. It was 2016 before November election, there's no way that clown car of Trump could win this thing. Well, I think there are things falling into place. As weak as he is, that spell don't fall for that again. You know, don't don't get fooled again by any of this. Keep the intensity up. Get active. Register voters in your in your area. Uh, get you know get get involved. Um, uh, and, and and get your friend, friends to um, to understand why they need to pay attention and focus and to keep our energy up. It can't fall our engagement cannot fall from 85 percent to 57 percent that and, and uh, if more polls show that kind of differential, even when they show Trump only at 48 percent of the vote in, in his uh, in a Republican primary, if we've got that kind of intensity differential in a midterm, lower turnout election, that's not going to be good for us. Uh, I'm going to do everything I can to fight it. Joe, I can't believe this is the sanest
1: topic we're talking about today, but we're actually
0: going to talk about Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, and he may be the the most serious possible potential candidate we'll be talking about today. <laughs> yeah. So to include to I mean,
1: everybody in here, uh, he is talking about potentially running against Governor Greb- Greg Abbott in Texas. Not a Beto, not a Castro, it's a McConaughey. Uh, he's, it's, it's sounding like it's going to be pretty serious. He's, he doesn't know what party he's in yet, but, uh, yeah, Joe, what what do you
0: think? I don't really care what party he's in. That's how bad it's gotten here. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't say that lightly. Uh, but I would say this, look, if he primaries Abbott in a, in a Republican primary, uh, I would be for that. Why would we, why would I, what would stop me from being for that? If he runs uh, as an independent, uh, and it's a three-way race, three-way race, excuse me, I'm not sure. You know, uh, we, I'm not sure where that the chips would fall there. But you know, he, he has a right to do that. But if he, if he runs as a Democrat, you know, I mean, there are people I I, I like in, in Texas, like Beto and others. Uh, I don't know who's going to make the race, but I'm a big believer in in uh, primaries on our side. I think they they make our party stronger. Uh, when that happens. And if he can attract uh, voters into the Democratic Party, that's good enough for me. So I, I'm for him doing this. I, I mean, he's running, he wants to take on Greg Abbott. Uh, man, more power to you. And, and how can I help? Uh, and now yeah, look, if it's a primary on the Democratic side, uh, I, I'm not saying I wouldn't be for Beto or somebody else. I'm just saying that I don't see why Democrats would be opposed uh to McConaughey running again. Okay. He runs as a Republican against Abbott. That's good. I mean, Abbott just signed like a, a six week uh bill that basically bans uh, uh, abortion uh, at the six week without any anything. I mean no exceptions for wife of the mother, rape, incest, anything. Uh and most most women don't learned that they're pregnant within that first six week period. So it pretty much bans, uh, would ban abortions in the state of Texas. I mean, that's just one issue, but there's plenty. I mean, I mean, on how he handed, handled COVID and everything else under the sun, uh, he's been a horrible governor. I, I And I, look, I've, I've railed, I guess, since Arnold Schwarzenegger and Trump, uh, you know, about uh, being jaundiced eye on celebrity candidates. Uh, but if that's what it takes to to take uh, Abbott on in his own party, uh, I, I'm for that. Uh, and look, I, we just talked about celebrity Trump celebrity candidate uh, McCloskey in in Missouri. I mean, they, they, that impulse is definitely alive and well uh, on their on their side. So maybe he could do some damage to Abbott. And like I said, if he's not a Republican, if it turns out he's a Democrat, hey, I I, I think. Uh, you know, uh, he wants to make his case. Uh, I don't know, uh, where he is on a lot of uh, issues and policies, but if he ran as a Democrat, uh, I'd sure listen and listen to him, compare him to Beto or anybody else who might be running and, and make my call then. But I, I'm, I'm in favor of him, I, in favor of him running and, uh, and see which party it is. You know, Paul Begala said, Texas doesn't need a third party, Matthew. We need a second party. And he's right. So, uh, you, you know it, it, again, I think the only scenario w- which i I'd be a little concerned about is if uh uh he ran as an independent um I could see that just sort of handing the game to to Abbott uh I'm sure a lot of independents and and some of those moderate Republicans who might be willing to defect to a Democrat uh might might be attracted to an independent uh candidacy and so you know the trump base would be enough probably to hold Abbott. Uh, to reelect him. But if he you know runs as a Democrat, great. Runs as a Republican, wonderful. Take Abbott on. I'm for it.
1: Joe, imagine
0: the ads just for a second. The Lincoln ad
1: with with McConaughey just driving, not saying anything, and at the end of it just paid for by
0: McConaughey for governor. I'm Matthew. Yeah, you don't have to do the I don't think you have to do the standby ad. It's a state race. Yeah, it's a state race so you don't have to do that. You can just pull up, (laughs) get out of the car. Or just sit there behind the wheel and not say anything. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, I just hope he doesn't do that as an independent. Otherwise, I'm, I'm... That idea I'm, is free, Yeah,
1: Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. That one's free.
0: Yeah. If you're running, call us. We want to know. We want to be the first to know what what, what party you're in and, and, and how you're doing yeah, this. Yeah, announce on our show. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening to That Trippy Show. We'll be back next Friday. And stay tuned for a special guest episode dropping next week. As usual, if you have a race you want us to spotlight or a question, please submit it on iTunes in the reviews or email us at thattrippyshow at gmail.com and hopefully Alex will do a better job of checking so that we actually have a listener question on our next show with our special guest next week. See you next Friday. Thanks for listening and please um, this is getting serious. If you if you have friends out there who are interested in politics uh, and you think these should be more engaged or up on what's happening and you like our show, uh, yeah, please email them, a link and, and ask them to, um, to give us a listen. And thank you for listening.